Okay, welcome to Showdown. I'm Mark Kaysen, and we are joined by <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I can't even tell you. Anyway, hi. Hey, well, Joe. You making fun of you making fun of our president's first name? Yeah, hi, Joe. How are you? Well, it all depends on what you mean by how and are yeah. and you and kind of like what is this? Okay. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, we, we will be uh, joined here in, in just a few seconds. Uh, we'll we'll have Stephanie here as well. Oh. So, but anyway, um, in fact, there's Stephanie. So Stephanie, uh, uh, Stephanie Harmon, of course, uh, on Wednesday, February 28th, you notice that uh, you can see on the screen uh, Joe. Do you see Joe? Yep. Hey, Joe. Hey, hey, Stephanie, how are you doing? I'm doing well, and yourself? Well, it all depends. I mean, whenever you're dealing with Kaysen, it's like how you feel before and then how you feel after. So you really got to get me after, and then I'll tell you how I feel. I, I understand, trust me. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Believe, believe me, you actually don't understand because, <laughs> I mean, only because I'm just saying the combination of Joe and those uh, uh, glasses, and I don't even know what he's got on his head. I'm, I'm, I got the Biden glasses on okay. and the first name Joe. I mean, I got to be good to go. Good to go. Well, yeah. it, it, All right. it's working for him, sort of. In fact, before, well, I mean, I can do the white hair too. Yeah. Okay, but I was going to say before more, I let yeah. you, before I let you on, we ought to give you a cognitive test. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> okay, Go ahead. Yeah. give it to me. I'll, I'll give you answers all over the place. But, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure of that. Well, well, let me ask you first. Probably the most important question that I really have on my mind. Um, do you think that this year, and maybe even sooner rather than later? that Molina will be the manager? Well, I don't know how well he would do managing the Kansas City Chiefs. And your guess is as good as mine on that. Yeah. I happen to think it would be the best thing they could do. The Chiefs? No. Well, you know, I mean, he could probably yeah. do that. If, if most of their, I mean, I, it depends if Travis Kelsey can speak Spanish. Yeah. Then that would be good. Okay. <laughs> as I said... I would think that the Cardinals could do themselves a lot of good. Get rid of that guy. I mean, he's horrible. Ollie, get rid of him. We need Molina. You don't care. Stephanie, I'm going to defer to you. What do you think? I don't know anything about sports. I'm, I just... <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Well, Joe, Joe, That's Joe, <laughs> Joe would say, I don't know anything about sports, so okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that you're all revved up about Baldwin, Alex Baldwin. Oh, yeah, he's he's my buddy in this case. I don't know. Uh, are you, Stephanie, are you following the Baldwin uh, shooting at all or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, you, you got the girl, the guitarist girl, and she's supposed to be an armor, and she's supposed to check out everything. And just think about this. How many hundreds, if not thousands of movies 
have we seen in our lifetime with guns being fired and westerns and everything else? How many times can you recall that you've ever heard of a report of somebody being shot inadvertently on a movie set? Mark, you watch a lot of movies. How many? Well, the answer is zero. I was going to say none. I think it was a setup, personally. Okay, you know, there, there are people that are in that camp, too. But, I mean, set up to make Alex Baldwin look bad? Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, well, and I, I, I think that's... It makes no sense. Right. It, it makes, makes no absolutely sense. no sense. Because, look, you can blame that armor lady. You could blame her. But the truth... Well, if she is responsible. Well, okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You, you can blame her. But, but you know that... Nobody makes a mistake in those situations. Somebody did something intentionally, and I don't know. Maybe you will find out who it was. I, I don't know. Yeah, somebody put live rounds in there, period. Yeah. Right. Somebody put a live round in there. And I don't think that Alex Baldwin had anything to do with this at all. Mm-mm. Nope, neither do I. Don't you think a lot of people are going to take that point of view? Well... Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's burnt a lot of bridges, apparently, from me just following this in general. A lot of people just don't like him personally. Uh, (laughs) That's a mild word, not liking him. Uh, So they don't really, they're really indifferent about anything that may come out to him. It'll be a a civil suit for sure. And he'll lose on that end just because he's the producer of the entire set. Sure. But it's kind of curious to me that... uh, the young lady, the Gutierrez girl, uh, she's an armor, and her father is a long-time Hollywood armor. I mean, f- for over 30 years, he trained her. And th- the problem comes in with her is, you know, now she's kind of changed her story. You can kind of understand right on the spot. She was nervous and upset and blah, blah, blah. And you can kind of understand that. But then all of a sudden, you hear stories about the movie she did just before that with Nicolas Cage. They wanted her off the set because there was a number of rounds being fired, you know, inadvertently on the set, not by her particularly, but she's supposed to be in charge of all well, weapons on, on the set, period. And when they're handing a, a gun to somebody and they say cold, that's what it means. It means it has blanks in it. Well, that's why, that's, I, that's why I can't imagine, except for what you're saying about him being the producer, in terms yeah. of a civil suit, but yeah, outside, well, outside, suit. yeah, yeah. Out, but outside of that, how can you hold him responsible? Uh, somebody yells cold. I mean, this is always done, as you pointed out, program mm-hmm. after program, week after week, year after year. So he he can't be expected to to figure out anything beyond that. No, but they brought up they've been bringing up the fact that the day before this happened. His entire cinematography crew walked out because of safety concerns. They they quit that day. They brought in a whole new crew of people on the, you know the the camera people and some of the other union people involved. But not and necessarily because they thought they were going to be shot. No. Yeah. They just thought it was sloppy. Right. And some yeah. some rounds had gone off the day before. You know, there was some thought that somebody may be, have been target practicing out there in the desert. The reason I bring this up, you know, even with Alec Bolt, because this is a 
something that's not political, really, particularly, it is the fact that you can see how complex things can get when you get, even when you get into political wars, even as small, it's not small as the city of St. Louis. Um, you look at things as they are, but they're not really as they are because you just have, don't have that dirt, that information input. You know, we, we make a lot of judgments just based upon what we see. Uh, and this case is the same, but this is being scrutinized nationally. And because it's, it's a small thing. I mean, a round gets in a gun that's supposed to be cold and shoots mm -hmm. a person inadvertently, that should be pretty simple. But it's not looking that way now. Yeah. I mean, step brought up a point that a lot of people are thinking right now that it was the setup. They can't understand how that, that bullet got in there inadvertently. Yeah. A lot around. Well, for, ex for example, Michael on, on Facebook is asking why was he pointing the gun at her in the first place? You know, it's a person that got shot. And, and look... You see programs all the time, people pointing guns at each other, shooting them, and doesn't that always happen? Well, that, that particular take was done four times before, right in a row, and he, where he pulled the gun and point. Right, that's done all the time. Right. I mean, that's that's a canard when when they bring that up. That that'll slowly be dispelled. But um, and whether and he, when a gun is handed to him and it's said cold. I mean, that's, well, that's, that's the end of the story, I would think. Yeah. I would think they'll be able to tr trace back from the from who had the gun first and how it just moved into his hands. Well, yeah, I, would think I would think that. That's the problem because it moved from the armor to the assistant producer to Alec Baldwin, and, you, and that's all in the pre-filming. You you see that, right? Where and who loaded it? Who loaded the gun? Uh, the armor. So she there we go. That person should be held responsible. Well, and she will be. She will be mm -hmm. held responsible, whether, you know, involuntary manslaughter. But uh, it's just a, where, where it gets that way, and you hear the attorneys get in here, they make something that we had seemed simple. The armor should be responsible because they are. It just doesn't mm -hmm. happen that often. And then the night before, she went to a party where she used some cocaine and some beer. See, that, that all gets thrown into this mix. And so things become a little bit more complex that way. And also that this the, the crew the, the day before walks out. They had to get a whole new crew. So and then so getting back to the, the problems with politics today, particularly in the city of St. Louis, um, you hear wonderful things on one hand and very bad things on the other. And the very bad things are sometimes so they're so they're so small that they happen so infrequently, but it will overwhelm the better things that may happen in and around the St. Louis region. So what are you worried about as far as being the, the, the number one negative thing that you're hearing? Because oh. I, I really I don't hear anything that has any substance to it at all, except uh, there, there's one complaint that I hear a, a little often. And that is this this money that was supposed to come from the federal government that was uh, for emergency purposes, and supposedly somebody's holding it up. And and we talked to to a lady from Kansas City uh, last week who said she was a member of the the House of Representatives, and she said that in a city that has less than 500,000 people, that that money actually goes to the state. 
And so we're talking about the state, not the city. Now, I don't know. I haven't confirmed that with anybody. But that's the only thing I've heard that has any substance to it. Because if you're talking about the red light cameras. No. Okay. So what do you, what are you talking about? Red light cameras don't do anything. Yeah. So, right. And, and, I mean, and they won't do anything. In, in, in rural red Missouri. And that's, I mean, you know, Mark and Stephanie, if you don't know it, know this now. you got Kansas City on the west and you got St. Louis on the east and you got Alabama in the middle and in Alabama which is what 80% of our state and geography the perception is you don't visit St. Louis the only people that do visit are maybe people that are from oh I don't know Virginia or Tennessee or Minnesota that are coming in to visit the park or go to the Cardinals games or whatever and they have no they really no have no direct perception but I know down here uh, in North Memphis or Jefferson County, that people have the perception that it's not a very good place to go. And that's the one thing you have to get over, regardless of you can throw any numbers out you want to and put all the money in you, you want to, but they read things like the policeman department's down, they read it. All, all the, the, the news they hear is negative. It's just negative news all the time. What do you think, Stephanie? I, I will agree. I mean, every day you hear something negative. And then with you saying people are coming into St. Louis, you have the incident that just happened, what, a week ago where the uh, right. young lady and her daughter were here visiting, uh, going to the Drake concert, and a young gentleman uh, is going almost 70 miles per hour and hit them and killed them. You know, this is not what people are expecting when they come to our city. They came to enjoy themselves, not to get killed. And that's not the first time, you know, you had the other young lady from what, Illinois or Chicago, where she lost right. both of her legs. Same thing, speeding downtown. I mean, it, and that's where the breast of majority of everything that's happening. You know, you got the Washington Strip down there where all the clubs and the eateries are. Right. You, have, you have the ballpark down there. You have everything down there. And that's where people want to go. They don't want to come North County, West County, per se. You know, they want to go downtown. And everybody knows, the, and you probably know a little bit about the police department. Everybody knows that we're significantly reduced in the number of exactly. operating officers in the city. And regardless of whether that would mean anything or not, it's the perception again. Uh, mm -hmm. but, I, for, but, I think, but I think that perception is very much local. And the reason I say that is because, it is. It, yeah, because on the uh, on the east and west coast, they think of St. Louis as a cow town. They really do. They they think this is a real slow, quiet little farming community. That's what they think. I know when I would go uh, New York or go down to Georgia or something like that, and I say I'm from St. Louis, the first thing that came out of people's mouth was, "You from East St. Louis?" No, from St. Louis. So they had this thing. Yeah, so they had this thing to, right, sure. that they compared. They think that East St. Louis is St. Louis is the same thing. I'm like, no, East St. Louis is in Illinois. St. Louis is just a matter of crossing the bridge. But no, it's two totally different uh, states. Um, but they they recognize that if you're from East St. Louis at that, at that time, then it's bad, you know, and I'm like, not compared to St. Louis, but I get it. You, but if you go to Chicago, you might have some issues, and you can compare that to St. Louis City. Well, but now it it's everywhere. It's St. Louis County. 
It's City. It's rolling into St. Charles, St. Peter's. It's rolling Fenton. It's going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, what's this crazy story about Chicago all of a sudden being a, a problem, not because of the gangs, but because of the gangs that are coming in from Venezuela? What's that about? I don't even know that that's true, is it? I don't know um, it's true, but I mean, that's what you hear. I mean, have you heard yeah. that? Because um, I, 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 I'll tell you where I heard it. J- Jamie is saying it. So that's that's where I heard it. And, and I just, I don't believe that, that Chicago is being manhandled by Venezuelans. Well, you have a lot of gangs that are coming through uh, Mexico into um, Texas. Yeah, well, that's what he's arguing. Them. That's what he's trying yeah. to say. No, that, and, and that's true. You got different gangs coming in from all over and they're entering through um, Mexico into uh, Texas into the United States. Um, And they're bringing their gang activity here. I don't know if you saw that documentary uh, called Traffic It, but I saw it from the beginning to the end and oh my God, it is something to see. Um, this young lady went everywhere that you would think that we, we wouldn't be able to go because we would get killed. Um, and she ex- literally, the gangs and, and everybody um, from all over the, the world allowed her to come and see exactly what they do, how they do it, how they come over into the United States. And one of them was a young lady who actually had uh, drugs and they packed her uh, van up with drugs before she crossed over she did get pulled over but they thought that uh, they just told her to go about her business so they really didn't stop her and some of the uh, the guards at the border are actually paid to allow them to come over so she, she came over and she ended up driving for hours ended up in chicago went down to one little street and all she does is sit there. She's told where to go. And then the gentleman comes, pops her trunks, take the drugs, and then she goes back on her way and she makes the trip back into Mexico. So believe it or not, it's happening every day. No, I, I believe that's happening. But I also know that people have been coming across that border for 120 years. They've been coming mm-hmm. across big time since 1900. And... To think that you're going to... Whoa, 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 that's not true. It is true. Okay, no, 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 no. Not, not like they're coming, not, not even close to what they've done the last two years, okay? They've come across the border, yes, but when they were, when they were caught, they were dealt with, okay? Period. Well, not quite. They may not the have fun- been dealt with in California, but they would have been dealt with here in Missouri or in Iowa or someplace else, but... Maybe not California, New York, or maybe in Iowa where you could put them to work in a hog factory or something like that for 10 cents an hour. Maybe not. And that's what feeds a lot of this stuff, but nothing like the numbers. We well, have well let, let me say this before you go to those numbers. They were coming across in 1915, 16, and in 1917, they were really coming across. Oh, the United, wait, the United States was opened it up to bring them across. Because what they wanted to do is move them in here and transition them straight to Europe 
to fight for the United States. And all of a sudden, the Mexicans said, whoa, we're not going there anymore because they didn't want to be shipped off to Europe to die. So I, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's sort of funny how, you know, we can play games with this thing at the border. But, but it's not a game, Mark. Well, it, it, it it's is not a game. game. Ask, ask those people in those Texas towns down there. It's not a game with them. And it's not a game in New York City anymore, nor is it in Chicago. No, it's a, it's, a game, it's a game with, with uh, Greg Abbott. No, it's not a game. It's a, it's a great no, no, it's no, a no, game. No, 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 no. What do you think a town of 15,000 is going to do with the people? You, you send them to a city, the cities that said that they could handle them. You send them to San Francisco, send them to Chicago, send them to Los Angeles, send them to New York. That's where that's they said they were sanctuary cities. That's where you send them. Yeah, well, see, anything. no, that's the game. Let me ask. Why don't we do this? Why don't we just send a, after these kids graduate from from high school? Why don't we send a million high school graduates to the border? We send them to all kinds of places all over the world where it's far more dangerous than what's going on down at the border. Send them down there, bring those people across, set them up here, get them some education so that they can speak English, so that they can fill out forms, so they can figure out how to find a place to live. And, and why don't we work it out so that these people coming in are not hated and feared and accused of things that they haven't done? Doesn't make any difference. They're crossing the border illegally. And I just checked. I, did, I, got, I just checked on the sure. numbers. The maximum number in those years was 900,000. That was the maximum. And it was during that three-year period, right, like you said, right before World War I. Sure. That was it, 900,000. Okay. That was by far the most until now. Okay, but, but remember, the population was of our country was dramatically uh, less, too. But, you know, Mark, you were saying that, you know, bring them in, educate them and all like this. I, you know, I'm going to, I can't, I can't do that. And I'm going to tell you why. I personally, with, besides seeing that documentary, I couldn't put some things together. So I, when I was working part-time at Walmart, I would see um, Hispanics come in. They were not cashing any checks. So they're coming in to the facility, to the money center, and they're not cashing checks. They have all this wad of money, and they're wiring it back to Mexico. So I didn't understand, you know, they just sending money back to their family, you know, trying to take care of their family. They working here. They working here illegally. They getting paid up under the table, not paying taxes. But the first thing that they come over here and do, and they get Medicaid. They understand Medicaid, okay? They might not understand everything else, but they understand Medicaid that we pay because we are working every day. So we pay into that. But anyway, so when I was watching the documentary, what I found out is that once they cross over into the border and they are here in the United States and they finally get somewhat settled, the gang members in Mexico have given, they have paid a certain amount of money to them, but they have not paid all the money to get them past the border into the United States. In the meantime, they're now here in the United States working. 
And now because they're over here, they have to send money back, which is almost triple to quadruple the amount that they actually are supposed to pay them off or they will literally torture or kill a family member of theirs. So when they're supposed to be sending this money back, they're actually trying to save a family member. Okay. And let me say the United States is making that a thousand times worse by, by making these people illegal. Because if, if they came over here and we made them legal... Wait, 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 they're not making them no, illegal. Yeah, well, they sure made they themselves illegal. No, no. Mm -hmm. The United I, States sets it up so that they try to come across and they're treated as illegal. Okay, then there's no border at all. We have no country. Let you Then you, you let everybody in. And the biggest thing right now is what's happening to individuals in New York and Chicago where places and jobs and everything else, all sorts of resources, are taken up by illegal immigrants for people that are just trying to make a few bucks south side Chicago, you know, not uh, in, in the Bronx, New York. Let's take San Francisco north or south. Either way, Los Angeles, let's go south central. Let's do that. All, the, all these are taken away from people that are really trying to work, people that have been here, that are citizens, mm -hmm. and it's holding on them. People in New York City are living in hotels, the illegal right. immigrants. That's not right. But that's because we're sending them there, and that's because they're illegal. Where do they go if they don't go there, Mark? Well, I, I'm telling you right now. You set, yeah, you, see, you set up places where they can live at the border. Where Whoa, they, where, what, what are you talking about? Okay, we don't have places well, I, 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 for our own well, people to live. I, I, Why are we going to set up some okay. illegal eight, uh, people from other countries to come over? We're going to set them up good. Well, I'll tell you we what I'm talking about. We can't set our own people up. I'll tell you what uh, I'm no. talking about. If, if you know what the United States did in the 1930s. I don't when, care what wait, they did in the no, 1930s. No, 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 wait. When the Okies were trying to get into California and the, and the United States government set up uh, barracks for them there, showers. Uh, Mark, uh, every, every, they were U.S. citizens, well, okay? Sure, sure, but they didn't know we're talking much. about two different things. But they didn't know much. About this administration that's in there right now, once the, they want it for a variety of reasons, economic reasons mainly, because our fecundity rate in this country is what? 1.6? Exactly. And we need 2.1 or 2.2 just to sustain ourselves, regardless of the race. It's so bring difference. them in. Bring so, them in. That's okay, that? I have an issue. Yeah. Uh, you have big, huge companies. You have large insurance companies, I can name them. United Healthcare, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, you have, you know, Walmart, you have AT&T, you have all these large companies, okay, that are now outsourcing to other countries paying them maybe two three dollars an hour which is a whole lot of money for them in that country and we cannot get good jobs here because they're outsourcing elsewhere That's true. and then we have homeless people here that we can't put up in a hotel but it's okay to allow someone else to cross over into our border illegally make money illegally and come and live here no we gotta stop it somewhere. It has to. It has to stop somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now. Again, Michael's got a comment on, on here, and he would know because he lives in Arizona, and and he's saying first that they don't have enough judges to even handle 
these people that come across. And the second so thing, why do you leave them across? Well, I would let I I would let them in for the exact reason that you gave, which you're which you're you're, you're you don't like, but it's your reason, and that is that that we need people, we need young people. No, we don't need we don't need illegal people. We well, do not need that. We can okay? make we can we need make an them legal. Program. And the problem is with it right now. All the Demo- everybody not and it's not Democrats because a lot of Democrats are on the side now. They want the wall. They want some sort of stopping this right now the hemorrhaging as right now it's well, what enough. do they know how do you what makes you think that they've got an answer why why Ooh. can't they the the people who want a wall so they want a wall just like a psycho that used to be in the no, white just house like every other country a decent country in the world israel has a wall poland doesn't want people crossing their border there every other country in the world poland brought, even mexico poland even brought all, all down the south Okay, Poland brought in an enormous number of of Ukrainians, and they are housing them, they are educating them, they're doing everything for them, and I have to tell you, it's a smart thing that they're doing. But they're doing that because there's a war. They're doing that because they're decent and because there's a war. And it's a war. And it's a war. But, I mean, these these individuals are just coming over to come over. Don't get me wrong. A lot of them are probably coming over to try to make a better living for themselves. Well, sure they are. Okay, but at the same token, we have to look at our own country. We have to see what we're suffering as a country. We have to learn how to take care of our own before we start taking care of others. And that's the problem. We can't just let everybody over here and take care of them, put our tax dollars towards them, and then we're suffering in the end. Again, I have an issue with working every single day knowing that my tax dollars is going towards these individuals coming over across the border they don't have no medical coverage and they come straight over and get like i said medicaid i personally have worked into the into the emergency rooms i personally know that they'll come in there they act like they can't speak one word of english but you ask them do they have medicaid they throw that card out like they getting ready to buy up some a whole thing of groceries okay so understand that these are our tax dollars that we work hard for they come over here and work up under the table don't pay taxes and then they live with 10 of them in an apartment building a one-bedroom an apartment and they making all this money now take it again they sending some of it back home but they piling it up and you have the gangs that they are bringing over here it's a lot of negative than it is positive with this. Yeah, I'm going to tell you all these things are happening because we make them illegal and we make it. We, no, we, make, we don't make them illegal. Yes, it's we do. Always, they've always been illegal. Well, they shouldn't okay. be. I mean, I know that you. So know, you're saying that everybody that comes over, we should them. give every single person that comes across that border asylum. Process them. Give, give, unless, unless we know they're criminals. Process them and, and bring them in and, and do exactly what we did when the Okies tried to get into California. Oh, no, here we the go depression. again. So what are we going to do with our own people? We're, we're going to take our people that are suffering, our people that that are homeless, our people that 
don't have access that we just talked about yesterday that don't have access to medical care. Yeah, what wealth- are we going to do with our own people, yeah. Mark? We, it, it country, makes no sense the to wealthiest- bring them over and give them cupcakes and cookies, and we have our own people over here gnawing on a bone. We're, the, we're, we're the wealthiest country on the planet. And we but we're can, not taking care of our own. But we, we might be, but, but we, we're not taking care of our own. But we, can. we take care of everybody else but no, ourselves. No, but we can, and we should. We should take care of ours, and then we should take care of the people who come here who become ours. We could do both. I mean, hey, the, Ste- United, hey, the United Stephanie. States has unlimited money, don't we, Jim? Joe. Hey, Joe. Stephanie, remember when you asked me how I was doing today and I told you <laughs> before the show or after? Now you know what I'm talking about. All right. Mark, like, let me tell you, Mark is my buddy. That's my that's the love of my life right there. You can't tell me nothing about Mark, but we we can go at it all day. Yeah, well, <laughs> he know I, I'll go at it with him. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> my blood pressure, okay? Yeah, well, I mean it, it just Yeah. I, in well, fact, I'm gonna have a, a little beer. Here. Yeah, have some beer. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not gonna tell you what's in my cup. No, well, don't, don't, worry. <laughs> don't worry. There's nothing but water in his. And and, 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 and let me say because I we got to do some business here because we're not commies, are we? No, we're I don't know. I was gonna ask you just when did you leave the Communist Party? Exactly. I'm not sure. Well, but, I'll give you the, I'll give you the dates when I'm through doing some business. So the yeah, okay. the, the first thing we want to talk about is a great restaurant, which is Wenty's, and that's in Chesterfield Valley. And it's, a, it's at 18,000 Chesterfield, Val- Chesterfield Airport Road. I mean, come on, Mark, let's get this straight. You're not Joe Biden. And uh, 18,000 uh, Chesterfield Airport Road. They've got great food, and I happen to love, you know, the baby back ribs, onion rings, pizza, you know, that's high up on my list. But, you know, other people may like other things. But Wendy's has got it all. And again, I heard you was treating for, for uh, lunch on Saturday at Wendy's. Well, uh, that, that could be true. But, but, <laughs> one, but, but one thing, it wouldn't be because I lost any bets because I'm, I'm always right. You know, I, I, usually I say I predicted it. But at any rate, uh, I, I can say Wendy's is a great place to eat. And it's 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Again, Wenties. Now, if you're looking for jewelry, which I know you're you're always looking for more jewelry, right, Steph? Yep. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Uh, now, actually, uh, Joe might want some jewelry, too. When I say jewelry, medals. He likes medals because he gives out medals to people who win certain things. And then he's got a special speech he gives. I'm not going to tell the whole story here, but 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 that you could probably also get at Jules on Hampton, and that's at 4506 Hampton. And and in addition, you can get watches and get your watches fixed, and you can get jewelry that that they make, and you can ask them to make things for you. And they're very creative. They're very excellent. Uh, you can buy and sell jewelry and coins and everything. Jewels on Hampton, they are outstanding. Now, finally, Joe, you're dressed as far down as you know you can get, I guess. But you know, <laughs> I'm dressed the other way, way up, and that's from the St. Louis Suit Company in Clayton. Twenty nine years they've been there, 
And, and, you know, I've been dressing this way for 29 years, and they've been dressing me, and they are terrific. They're on the corner of Forsyth and Central in Clayton. And, again, they've got the $5 ties, and you cannot beat those $5 silk ties. Again, you could, you could get those ties for $50 from Donald J. Trump. And, and, and the only problem is they probably aren't silk, and they'd probably choke you. But besides all that, the place to go is the St. Louis Suit Company on the corner of Central and Forsyth in Clayton. St. Louis Suit Company. So, Joe, I'm not very happy right now because I've just gotten some new information. And I'll tell you, it's always something. Have you, have, have you picked up the, the latest on the Trump trials? No, I haven't. Yeah, I just saw something pop up, but I couldn't get it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear this ridiculous immunity case. Yeah. Ridiculous. As if the President of the United States could actually claim that he's immune to prosecution for any kind of a criminal activity once he's out of office. We know that, that that's not true. And if they're going to claim that he's immune from prosecution, that would be the worst thing I could possibly imagine. In the meantime, they've set the date for the, the oral arguments in April. So you know they're playing games up there because you know that this is exactly what Trump wants. All he cares about is buying time so that he doesn't have to have his case heard. But when, <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he ends up as the president of the Prisoners Association, I promise you, he will be prosecuted. But he'll be in jail. I don't think he's going to last. If he goes to prison, he's not going to last in there. Yeah, well, they, they have a way of protecting him. And the, he has to have uh, uh, Secret Service and all that. So what, whatever they do, they do. I mean, they now, can, how you go to prison and you still have Secret Service to protect well, you while you're in prison? He's got you it for take life. Your butt in there and act like everybody else. He's be got a prisoner. For, he's got it for life. But I just can't believe now, that that just came how out. How you got there for life if you're a prisoner? Well, if you've been convicted of a felony, you would think at that given point in time, all of the, all of that is gone. Yeah. Well, how about this one? I love this. This is my favorite. I mean, they must feel sorry for him. Because, you know, he, he's been begging the courts to forget the bond for the $500 million. And he, the other day he said he was too rich to have to put up that money. Now he's saying today he can't come up with the money. He just doesn't have the money. So he says, how about if, how about if you do this for $100 million? Will you Will you do that? Well, you know they're not going to. Letitia James is going to take everything, including that, that fake tie that he's got hanging around his neck. Joe? Well, I mean, what's your point? Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean that one side, half the country will say the same thing you're saying. The other half the country won't agree with you. And so there we are. Yeah, well, I'll be right. But it doesn't make any difference who's right or who's wrong. It's who wins. Because at that point in time, and that's what happened in the last election, it's, it's just 50-50. Country well, split. And, and so, you know, just 
off the top of your head, uh, you think he's going to win? I yeah. have no clue. Okay. Well, against I have who? a clue. Wait a minute. Against who? Well, he's going to run against Joe Biden. If he runs against... I mean, you're sure of that. Well, it's either Joe Biden no, or I'm Michelle. Saying, well, you're not sure then, right? Well, it's, it's Joe Biden it's or sure. Michelle. He'll, Michelle who? What's wrong with uh, Obama? Campbell? Huh? What's wrong with Campbell? Michelle already said she wasn't running. Well, Michelle could say whatever she wants, but if Joe Biden is out of the picture, Michelle is the winner. Well, wait a minute. So if, if she doesn't run, what's wrong with Kamala? I mean, she's the next in line. Why, why not her? Because the most popular person in the United uh, States yeah, no, 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 is Michelle Obama. Yeah, the other person's not even running. Well, she will be. Okay, that's how you know that. Well, s s there's some people who will push hard. No, <laughs> you only, know something I don't know. Only from only you got a huge crystal ball over I, there. I, I, I want I, I want to touch that crystal ball. Yeah, I I do. And 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 look, <laughs> here's the thing. The she, best thing the Democrats could do right now is let Trump get elected and let the market crash because it's getting <laughs> up to that point right now in the silly, as you well know, right. silly area. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to dig my own fallout shelter if he get reelected. I don't. I, no, that that would, that would be too dangerous, honestly. That well, I mean, that would probably guarantee a Democrat administration for a long time. That because you know, as I know. The, the markets and with the interest rate inversion and the financials of this, I mean, it, it's kind of like pushing on a string. It's not going to go much further. Year, two, not much. And well, then uh, we'll have contraction. Well, I know I know. also they, they are raising interest, I'm sorry, lowering interest rates in China, desperately trying to stop the, the problem that you're describing. I know. So, so, you know, it's so funny. I hear people all the time saying that, that China owns us, which is such foolishness. No, they're, they're in a heck of an economic contraction right now. Yes, they, they are. Big cities, real estate's gone down the drain. Cities are empty. Uh, no, they're, they're, they depend on us. And mutual reciprocity is important with the whole world and the United States, but especially with China. Russia, not so much, but China, yeah. And uh, I think, you know, the boogeyman in us, and you know well how I feel, is not with Russia or China. And, and well, we can talk about that later, but I don't think those, those two countries, we all, Russia, China, and the United States really depend upon each other well, economically. Well, I know, I, I know you want to tell me about how you love uh, Netanyahu, so... Tell well, me. I mean, you know, I, I like his stand. Yeah, I think he uh, he cannot afford to listen to what everybody else thinks because what everybody else thinks gets the same situation happening to him every, I don't know, three, six, nine, 12 years. Uh, it can't happen. It can't happen again, at least as far as they're concerned. Well, it does happen every time to them. I mean, not usually they're not caught off guard the way they were this time. And I know that's the worst part of it for them. They, they, they have always been in a position where when, when you know, some group of, of Arab countries goes nuts. That well, they, that isn't some group of Arab countries. That's the Palestinians that are supported by the Iran, okay? They, Palestinians couldn't do anything without monetary support. The Hezbollah couldn't without Iran support. 
or maybe some from Syria, but mostly Iran. No, it's Iran. Yeah, it's Iran. So you you have that situation. Now I don't. It's unfortunate, but war is war, and it's uh, it's very unfortunate, particularly for the Palestinians that probably have no no idea about the intent of Hezbollah. Oh no, probably, probably no idea at all. And and listen, the crazy part is they are widely hated throughout the Arab world, and yet the Arab world uses them or certainly has used them over the years. But now it's sort of an unusual situation because on one side you've got the Sunnis who are in Saudi Arabia, and on the other side you've got the the Shia who are in Iran. And so, you know, Israel is sort of caught between them both with the United States caught between them all. It's really a a shameful situation and, and... Caused by Netanyahu. That's why. Oh, that, he wouldn't have done. Hey, Stephanie, while I have some adult <laughs> beverage here, I'm going to have an adult beverage. Go and take off that. <laughs> I'm holding my head right now. I'm I holding my head. No, wait a second. Uh, okay, I'm waiting on Mike to get in here because Mike don't like him either. So I'm waiting on. <laughs> yeah. Look, you You know. That, that Netanyahu was sending money directly to Hamas through Qatar. Qatar asked, do you want these people funded? And, and Netanyahu said, absolutely. No, I don't know any keep, of that. Keep I, I, it going. I don't know that. Well, it's, All I know is it's a fact. That Hamas broke in, crossed the border of Israel, and chopped off babies' heads, took a number of, of uh, hostages, and just brutalized in a flash almost like a flash mob within 30 minutes it's in and out and that's how they, they pulled it off well it and wasn't it, 30 it, minutes it was hours actually hours. It, it, well okay. no it was it was hours and Israel was caught flat-footed again because of Netanyahu it's irrelevant they should not I mean to be flat you're gonna it's a flat-footed would you expect that to happen when I they come expect in and just, it to never happen in Israel. I would expect Israel to not only be on top of it, but that's that's the other point. Israel had this plan. They had the entire plan in its hands. And Netanyahu and his people said, forget it. It's never going to happen. I don't believe that. Well, it, it's what they're saying. It. It's what the intelligence people have said. Oh, yeah. We see where intelligence has got us so far with Iraq 20 years ago. Okay. Intelligence to me is just a... A figment of what they want you to know. Period. We don't know anything really, and we shouldn't. Yeah, the government's gonna tell us what we want to hear. <laughs> that's that's for sure. They're gonna put out what what they want us to hear. They're not gonna that's put right. out, put out what 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 the reality of everything right. is. Well, you've got that little Google machine in front of you. I think you ought to look up, uh, if not now, uh, after you know, in ten minutes. Uh, go look up the, the the money that was being sent. I look, I don't care about that. That's irrelevant. That is totally irrelevant to what Hamas did when they crossed the border and killed babies and terrorized. They're, I don't care what deals they made monetary. That's why money doesn't mean anything to me in situations like this. Okay, but they could have been stopped is the point. Could have been. And, what do you know? Well, what do you know they could have been stopped? 
What do you know about a uniform or even guarding anything or anything like that? You don't know anything about that. Well, luckily I don't. And and you know me. There's no way in 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 any period of time that I would have allowed myself to be in that position. But I can certainly read, and I know that if, if money was being given by Qatar to Hamas with the approval of Netanyahu, that's trouble. No, come on. I, that does, that's irrelevant. That, that doesn't make any difference. To, it has nothing to do with that attack. It was an unprovoked attack, period. Well, look, you know and I know that the people who did what you're describing as an unprovoked attack, that's been going on since 1949. Oh, it's been going on for 3,000 years. Well, but okay. But in modern times, it's going on since 1949 and, and since Israel became a state. And, and the fact is, is that we're still going through the same mess, which is how do you shut it down? How well, do you stop it? See, Stephanie, he's for a two-state solution. And the two-state solution was created in 1948, okay? And that's why it hasn't worked and it won't work. It should be a one-state solution, period, one. And that's the only way that this thing can be set. Two-state will never work, hasn't worked. And Well, you and, know why Israel doesn't want to do that, right? Oh, sure. I mean, they why, want, why, they want why to do you make, want to take on a case of tuberculosis? Well, I mean, that's part, tuberculosis. That's no, they don't it. want to do that. No, that's part of it. But also they want to no, maintain a Jewish part. state. And I understand why. Uh, you got too many people who remember what Adolf Hitler did, and they want a Jewish state. They want their own protection. Now, you could have a second state that would give respect to the Palestinians. And the truth of the matter is that the moment the Palestinians stop killing people, the United States will give them so much money that they won't know how to count it all. Well, that's, that's speculation. I'm not sure. Well, we do it to everybody else. We no, give, we don't do it to everybody well, else. But we, we, we it's in our best interest. Look, look, it, it, it's obsequious. We're trying to make, we're trying to make it so that we we're not too harsh on them so they don't do bad things to us which they could do any second they wanted to inside this country well, any, uh -huh. we give listen we you give know, we give egypt a billion dollars every year not to cause any more trouble in the middle east that's not what that's not why egypt does that egypt knows that it will lose in a war and they got a good thing going for them okay their, their economy everything else is good they're in a great Part on the Mediterranean, they're, they're, they they won't they won't even let anybody from uh, Palestine in their country. Well, that's that's where I was going next because you know what they said here the last few days. They said if any Palestinians are allowed or are pushed into Egypt, they say that 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 forty year peace deal is over. They don't want them. Don't put those people in their country because they don't want them. Period. They want their billion, which let's step, let's Stephanie in here. We're just sure. bloviating Go about. Go I mean, I, I'm sitting over here, especially when you're talking about don't let them in our country. I'm going back to don't let none of them in our country again. <laughs> how are we? How are we safe? I mean, at the end of the day, you let let any of them in. You know, this is our issue now. You let them in the country, and what do they do? They try to kill us. 
<laughs> so you know, there's a bomb here, a shooting there. They point. I, I, uh, uh-uh. uh, I don't feel like it's bad enough. We have to duck and dodge our own people on a daily basis, not knowing what they gonna do us when they snap their wig. But when you sitting over here and you have to, you don't know what the what your neighbor getting ready to do because they from a foreign country, and they they walking around Ubering. <laughs> you you never know. You you know you you don't know what what any individual country really has going on and how it's going to affect the United States. You truly don't. Well, well have we answered any of the comments that have come in? Yeah, I've no. I've I've been you know monitoring it. Uh, you know, how about let an Arab country give the Palestinians some land for a state? Oh yeah, they don't want them, and they don't. They never mm-hmm. have. Jordan well, Antarctica sounds good this time of year. Yeah, Jordan doesn't want them. Egypt doesn't want them. No one wants them. I don't. We don't want them. Okay, but what we could do is set up that second state and let them be where they are. Let them have Gaza and let them let them leave Israel alone. And if they don't want to do it, put, Mark, put, you know it's not in the book. Okay. And you know what I'm talking about. I, I know exactly. So why don't you put uh, Chinese and American troops on the border and tell both sides, leave each other alone. Yeah. Did you say Chinese and American? Sure. That's what he said. Yeah, he said that. Well, why not? And you wonder why I'm drinking beer now. Okay. <laughs> no, really. Woo. That would... That would be a credible force. Uh, it would be it would be viewed as as a group that that would be neither on one side or the other. Mm. Okay. What, what, what? I mean, we've only got a few minutes left, <laughs> Joe. Joe, so I, 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 I don't know. Don't, don't don't you know get too wor- worked up? I mean, you know. Well, I just feel sorry for Stephanie in this. She had to sit through this bloviation like this, listening to unfounded remarks by the host. <laughs> I, I listen, just go check Google when we get off the air. I haven't said one thing that isn't. Okay, correct. wait a minute. You say Google one more time. Now, you know the rule on Google. Yeah, what's As the rule? A- as an instructor, you should be ashamed of yourself telling somebody to go believe something on Google. Well, no, you Google, know that Google, that is not can... a legitimate site to go and get information. No, you can go. You can go. First of all, you can go to scholar.google.com, and that is a a site where they have all credible university research, and and that one is perfectly safe. Well, you, then you, say you, that. Don't say Google. Okay. Well, how about scholar.google.com? Yeah, you're we know a, about those scholars scholar. at university research, don't we? Well, as I say, you're it's a scholar. comes out of Harvard and Columbia and Princeton and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Ah, I really have something come out of, uh, I don't know, uh, Southeast Missouri State, you know, where it's at least going to come out, you know, halfway rational. Well, look, some of this ethereal look, crap look that it comes up out in, of the Ivy League schools, but that's yeah. just Look it up in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, oh, Washington Times. Post. There's another one. Well, wait. I mean, if the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal both say it, it's probably true. Uh, see? You're buying into the Kool-Aid. 
<laughs> opinions on with the, you ought to know about opinions. You've just thrown out at least thirty or forty this hour. Absolutely. Look, you know, the thing. Well, depends. But look, here, here's the the thing that's that's terrible. You know, we can have this conversation. That's great. But but truly, Donald has said that if he became president. He would take over all the networks that he doesn't like, shove them off the air, and and that would be the end of it. And listen, and that is exactly, number one, what they do in, in Russia, in Hungary, under Viktor Orban. I mean, he, all this of his... Is, this is just all speculation, opinion. You have no idea well, he what says you're talking it. about. He says it. I mean, that's like the Jews saying, don't believe Hitler. He, he's kidding. He I mean, said this, he was going to be a dictator on the first day, all right? And you, you know what he was talking about, undo all the, the presidential things that Biden did away with. You know that exactly what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about taking over the, the fifth estate or anything else. But that's okay, mm -hmm. Mark. We'll let this go because the name of the show is Showdown. Well, it, it's that. It's that. No, look, you know, it, it, I, I can't wait to get the details when I get out of here. On, on what the Supreme Court has done. But I know that if they've set those arguments for April, they're, they're out to, to delay these cases. But, but the truth is, they can't delay Alvin Bragg in New York City. And that's the amazing part, because that was supposed to be the least important case. He is going to be convicted in New York. The, the trial's in March. Nobody can stop it. And, and then what's he going to do when he's a convicted felon who owes a half a billion dollars, who, oh, which, he now agrees, which he now agrees he doesn't have? He's, he's broke. And yeah, I've been saying it forever. He could convert that. He could, and that's not important. You're, you're talking about Donald Trump now. That has nothing to do with anything. Stephanie, take us out of the show. Take me out of my misery, okay? <laughs> All righty then. Okay. At the bottom line is but, Trump needs to be held accountable. He should be treated like any other criminal. At the end of the day, a felony is a felony. You shouldn't. He should not be walking out, not paying people. At the end of the day, okay. Period. And I'm well, gonna, he's not paying people, Stephanie. He would be paying the government. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, he's supposed to be paying the government, but he still owes one lady some like three hundred million or whatever. He hasn't paid her, Stephanie. He wouldn't even pay the piano tuner. At Trump Tower, so don't worry. But look, let let's let's end this. I would be sitting right yeah. there on, on his car every day until he paid my black ass. I, I, I ain't gonna yeah, even lie. I, I would too. By the way, Wenty's for great food, St. Louis Suit Company for the best clothes, and Jewels on Hampton, forty five oh six Hampton for the greatest jewelry and a a terrific experience. And, and Joe, you could go down there and meet Al. Al and Joe. Sounds like a great story. Yeah, sounds like a vaudeville team. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Charles. Just want to do a hey out to Charles out there. There you go. And listen, thanks, Joe. And, uh, you know, what do they say? Uh, Brandon, let's go, Brandon. Is that? And then, then next you say good night. Good night. Good night.